0: Before,
1: before Halloween? I don't know. Is this our Halloween this episode? This might be our
0: Halloween <laughs> Shit, no. No, because <laughs> I want to do a real Halloween.
1: All right. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Here's What, what I Was Thinking, thinking about, about While You are talking. talking with Brian,
2: Sabrina, and Aaron.
1: And on today's episode, we are going to talk about stuff as usual.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: That's Thanks for that, that
1: intro. That's the format. Uh, for anyone who's new to the show. Each episode, we take turns sharing topics and talking about them. And on today's episode, I'm going to go first.
0: Yeah. Brian's
1: I'm turn. I'm going to go first. <laughs>
0: so, I'm going to go first.
1: My turn. My turn. <laughs> I want to go. Uh I want to know
0: what love is
1: if either of you are familiar with the love <gasps> israel family
0: is that the wait sorry is that the Did end you say question? Israel
2: or is real?
1: Love Israel.
0: Yeah, is that the cult that's around these parts? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know a little bit about it.
1: I yeah. don't. What do you know? Oh, it's a cult? Okay. <coughs> Good start. It's a big one. Ooh, it's a big one.
0: Um, it's still practicing in modern day. Ooh, that's a big cult. No, that's a big cult over there. Um, let's see, What else? Um, I think it's kind of one of those that like seem not as like um intense or um. Uh, what are the words I want? Oh, I want sword. I want bad. I don't know, I'm just gonna say bad. Like it's malicious.
1: Not, it's not a drink the Kool Aid cult. I mean, it doesn't seem like
0: it, but then I think people die. get in it, and it's pretty messed up
1: yeah um, okay tell me about it okay because I didn't know a lot no that's I guess it? I don't all right I <laughs> guess you don't know shit
0: <laughs> tell me
1: um yeah so uh you got some of the basics right cool it's a cult that's in these parts um the founder was a guy named well so I came across this because I went to an event in Seattle it's Uh-oh. like a Creative sort of cult networking, TED Talk type thing. Oh,
0: cool! Really? Why do you invite me?
1: It was at Town Hall, Seattle.
0: <laughs> oh, I was just playing there last week. Nice. Oh, I was just—I have no idea what that even is. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: it's, a, <laughs> so. it's a venue. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so there's this like TED Talk type thing where people get up, they give like a five-minute talk. It's a whatever slides, fifteen seconds, et cetera. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And one of the people who got up and talked was someone from this family.
0: Nuh-uh, like they're in it still?
2: Oh my God.
1: Um, I don't know their current relation, but they're still okay. going by like their name. Because everyone, the, oh. everyone in the cult is named something Israel. The guy who founded it what? named himself Love Israel. His oh, so he was, named the
0: cult after himself? His name
1: was Paul Erdman.
0: Classic. And then
1: everyone in the family was named something Israel. What? Someone was named Sirius Israel. We'll go through some... We'll, Okay. We'll come across those as we go through it. Uh
0: what would uh Brian, what would your name be if you were in the cult?
1: Hmm. Like a pun. That's it. Like
2: <laughs> a funny pun.
0: That'd be funny if it was something plural, like, like butts is real. <laughs> butts. Yeah, butts is real.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll can I I'll take I'll take butts. These butts? Okay. Can I have butts? These boobs yeah. is
0: real. <laughs> That's good.
1: <laughs> good one really good one good one yeah uh, all right so paul erdman was the founder uh so he was um let's see oh he's dead oh yeah so this he died uh so at age 75 in 2016 he was uh doing some stuff investing family money into a chain of television stores when, in the middle of the 60s, he noticed, quote, this hippie thing. Uh, <laughs> so he said he threw a big party, gave away everything he owned, and headed to San Francisco with $50.
0: Which As, is how much in today's money?
1: I don't know. Uh, oh, damn. At a hate ashbury apartment, he dropped acid with... Brian Allen who was the son of Steve Allen who was the first host of the Tonight Show and Erdman claimed he saw Jesus in Brian Allen's eyes he said I saw love I saw forgiveness I saw a million symbols all in a second and Allen was in the cult for a while and then quit and went into real estate well there you go Let's uh, just jump quickly to this thing. So the Love Israel family was the largest and most prominent communal group in Washington to emerge during the 60s and 70s, was located in Seattle between 1968 and 1984, and then moved to rural Snohomish County for 20 more years. After after he had this revelation, they moved to Queen Anne. He realized that his name was Love Israel. and. Okay. Everyone else then had to come up with an Israel name as well. I was originally. What's,
2: I don't. What's the significance of it?
1: I don't know. You of just, what? I mean, love Israel. I guess there's a section here on their like religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So we can get into it. Um, and it started as like a family where he was kind of the patriarch. And originally, I think the idea was they shared wives which meant classic he got to share everyone else's wives yeah he
0: did duh he's a cult leader that's like the point of being a cult leader
1: yeah and he would like
0: he's just screwing everyone
1: and he would punish (laughs) he would like punish or reward people by like letting them of course he would have sex with their wife or not or whatever
0: yeah
1: um they expanded to approximately 350 members and acquired more than a dozen homes on the top of queen anne hill
0: oh my god I didn't know it was in Queen Anne.
1: Yeah, in the '80s. Um,
0: oh, side note: if you don't live in Seattle, Queen Anne is like a neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, near downtown, mm-hmm. near the Space Needle, mm-hmm. and it's like very nice, and it's one of like the original um, schmancy neighborhoods. Yeah, like, there's a lot of old was, houses.
1: It was the first like rich people neighborhood. Yeah. Where they they moved and they built their fancy Queen Anne style homes.
0: So when you said Snohomish, like, didn't surprise me that like there were a bunch of hippies up there Colton around but then yeah. when you said queen anne i was like dang
1: yeah queen anne is like real downtown yeah um and queen anne goes down into like seattle center where the space needle is mm-hmm. so they would have been right there right there
0: so this they were in queen anne in after the around when like
1: 1968 okay so not anymore to the 80s yeah okay in the 80s they kind of they had a breakup. And a bunch of people left, and then about 100 remaining people moved to Arlington and Snohomish County, okay. where they developed a rural communal lifestyle.
0: So kind of like um, uh, the Manson family. I'm not I, I don't know I'm that, that much about the vibes. Manson
1: family. Um, it, this says the Love Israel family followed an American tradition of varying communal endeavors that began during the colonial period and paralleled more mainstream events. They uh, some of the more better known ones are the Shakers, the Oneida Community, Brook Farm, and Iowa's Amana villages. Hmm. Oneida. Uh, the Do Go On podcast just did an episode on Oneida. Oh, okay. Because they were a sex cult that became a dinnerware company.
0: What? Wait.
1: Go listen to it. Wait. Yes, should, we should we do that? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Could, wait. You mean us three? Yeah.
1: Become a dinnerware company.
2: <laughs> Both. Of a, sex a sex cult that turns into. I love it. A dinnerware company. Isn't every cult a sex cult? Seriously, not even trying to make a joke.
1: Um, Name one. I guess.
2: What does that mean, sex cult?
1: Like polyamory. Yeah.
0: But like, what cult but is not, not?
1: But not like real. Not like polyamory. More like.
0: Uh, like. Like cult um, leader. What do you call that?
1: Takes all the. the ladies. Ladies.
0: At once. <laughs> Seriously, though.
1: Although Oneida been, might have been more like closer to polyamory but
0: okay interesting i don't know okay
1: i don't know too much yeah but a lot of cults is yeah they've usually got a they've usually got a sex thing so um when they so they lived in seattle and they would read the bible meditate and smoke marijuana sounds great they were based on the principles that all people are one love is the answer and now is the time
2: oh god for what um fyi i looked up
1: Just to live your life. Now is the time.
2: This sounds great. The name Israel means God contended, wrestles with God, or triumphant with God. Oh, so it's not even
0: that he's like a godlike figure. He was like, I beat God. Because you know how most cult leaders are like. They're like struggles. Okay. I think it's like. Interesting. Because sometimes usually in my cult um, research, I've (laughs) gathered that most cult leaders like Say they're like the second coming of God, or they are God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting take then.
1: Yeah, some of the other elders. Mr.
0: Israel <laughs> has taken. Yeah,
1: some of the other elders in the group were logic is real, serious is real, strength is real, <laughs> sleepy.
0: That's just, yeah, Doc yeah, like Israel, or like rappers. <laughs> Grumpy is real. The hunger is real.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. So, <laughs> well, so they the struggle
0: is real. That's that would be me.
1: So, they were originally based <laughs> on simple living and embracing unconventional practices regarding dress, sexual partnerships, drugs, unconventional practices, and social dress. conduct. Two small houses. Like they wore
2: weird outfits. The men wore skirts. I'm pretty yeah, sure what that means. I don't know.
1: They combined two houses into one big mansion, which was the home and headquarters. Like physically, they combined them? Uh, yeah. In apparently. Queen
2: Anne?
1: Customarily, yards between adjacent family houses were developed into pleasant, refreshing gardens. Uh, members followed a regular daily routine, customarily starting with a before-dawn meeting at which coffee and marijuana, viewed as sacraments, were served. While members meditated, sang, and heard spiritual messages.
0: All right. So a lot of things you're saying right now, besides the like, the love-is-real guy leader, saying, let me fuck your wives. Everything else besides that sounds pretty good. Tell me the bad shit. Why, why is this scary? I feel like all cults have a scary yeah. side. What?
1: Um I don't think it's, I don't think anything of it was really super scary. It says, sexual experimentation seemed at different times to range from celibacy to poly- polygamy and exchanging partners. Yet over the years, conventional monogamous relationships became more common. Marijuana was a sacrament. There was experimentation with other drugs. Apparently the presence of cocaine caused problems.
2: <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't it does.
1: It, it yes. doesn't expand on that, yeah. but that makes sense. <laughs>
0: to complicate <laughs> no comment yeah.
1: um, apparently they were viewed as worthy citizens and contributors by the city they broke up because the cocaine um, someone took it let's see four essential issues subordinates <laughs> who had acquired business experience and sa- and savvy had come to view themselves as more capable of handling such matters than love, who was their spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Family numbers had grown well beyond the small, close-knit group who had once shared much together. Increasingly, the members were scattered, and many did not know one another as intimately, as they did in the <laughs> early phases.
2: Intimate. Intimately.
1: And the needs of the growing number of children, including sustenance, clothing, and schooling, led some parents to feel they were being neglected. Finally, love himself was becoming more removed and distant, living a better life than the mass of followers who decried such inequalities.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think the bad was that he sort of maybe exploited them a little bit and was Ugh. like not necessarily living it's like a
2: reflection of society am i right right You're He wasn't so right. necessarily
1: living by the principles of the cult. he was like taking money and buying shit for wow. himself, and like whatever. he was
2: a politician
0: did they? <laughs> Ooh. Did they like pay dues, or did they just like take all the money they earned and like lump it into one, and then they distributed it evenly? Distributed, damn it! Distributed, distributed. I don't know. Okay, because that would make sense. Like that, he was like money hungry, and just wondering.
1: Yeah, I think they they had like a bunch of businesses that they ran. Oh, and so okay. then he must have controlled the finances from the business, and then. People didn't want him to do that because it seemed like he was keeping more for himself than he he should.
0: He was a dumbass cult leader.
1: He was a dumbass cult leader.
0: Cool. You know, I don't remember why I thought this because this was like a year ago. I was sitting at a bar with our friend Caitlin, and Mm -hmm. in Pioneer Square, and a guy sat next to me and like started talking to me. And it was like early, so like it wasn't like drunk time. It was just like right after work time happy hour some might call it (laughs) and uh he started talking to me and i think he asked me if i had heard of that cult and i think he asked me like pretty out of the blue so i think maybe he was a member but yeah that maybe i almost got recruited and
1: or he was like trying to hit on you but he just wanted to be like maybe does she know
0: does she know about it so that was interesting. Maybe I almost got recruited.
1: Oh, um, so, uh, some of the other wow. bad stuff was that uh, a couple of people died once <laughs> uh... from once from ritual breathing of toluene fumes from a plastic bag.
2: Oh my god! Wait,
0: puffing? You mean I don't
1: know what toluene is, huffing? but it's a solvent in some types of paint thinner, contact huffing. cement, and model airplane glue. Those... So they were doing that as a ritual, and a couple of people died.
0: A ritual. Yo, uh, lots of high school students do that as rituals too.
1: Yeah, so and I do not recommend it. So that's among the bad, but they weren't like super dangerous as far as cults go.
0: See, so you were you got me thinking they were kind of a classy cult until the huffing. Now they're kind of a trashy cult. No,
1: they're not super classy cult. They're just like very hippie cult.
0: Gotcha. Love less
1: it. like less lock themselves in a mansion mm-hmm. and wait for the end of the world. Mm-hmm. more just do a lot of drugs and have a lot of sex.
0: Psh. Psh. Not against it, except I am, because they sound.
1: But it worked against them because they got yeah. too many kids, and then that yeah, imagine led to the that. breakup of the cult. That'll happen. Anyway, that's my story.
0: Oh, logic is real. should have told them that was going to happen.
1: <laughs> logic is am real. Am I right? And uh, yeah, and this person's presentation that we saw was pretty.
0: That sounds great. Ooh, it was wild. It was pretty, ooh.
1: It was wild.
0: Oh, ow. Wild. I would love to watch it if it's recorded. Uh, we should upload the
1: link. Yeah, we can do that.
0: Cool. All right, thanks, Brian. I just don't
1: want people to think that we're necessarily making fun of them.
0: I did so I make a lot of jokes, but, um, but I can make jokes about anything.
1: But yeah, we can uh, we can include. Oh, making fun a... of the person. Yeah. No, of course not. We can include a link to the presentation. Cool.
0: Cool. Yeah. Cool.
1: And oh, story.
0: Thanks. That was interesting. I'm gonna look up more about them.
1: Thank you and goodbye.
0: Love it. Okay, I don't remember who goes second. Do you want to go? I'll go. Great. Cool. Well, I wanted to know, have y'all ever heard of Bummer and Lazarus?
1: Are they a cult?
0: They're not a cult. Good guess. Sabrina, you have a guess of what? Bummer and Lazarus? Yeah, Bummer. Sounds like some dogs. (gasps) Sabrina, it's dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So it is a cult not a cult. There's two dogs.
1: It's a dog cult. I mean. How I, many followers do they have?
0: I mean, I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, please do that. I asked.
0: Um. Well, let me start with introducing them. Okay. So, Bummer and Lazarus were two stray dogs that roamed the streets of San Francisco, another San Francisco story, or partial, um, in the 1860s. Uh, and the reason that they got famous as this dog duo is because they were really good at killing rats. Nice. Um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, if you didn't know, uh, in the like 1840s, 1850s, 1860s, uh, there was a huge problem in big cities with free-ranging dogs, like stray dogs. Um, for instance, in Los Angeles in the 1840s, dogs outnumbered people by nearly two to one. Hmm. And San Francisco wasn't that bad, but um, the large number of strays and feral dogs did cause problems. And the dogs were regularly poisoned or trapped and killed, which is like pretty sad to think about now. Hmm. Um, but dogs were kept around and not harmed if they could like prove their worth, like if they were a good ratter which is a dog that kills rats or something that kills rats.
1: Yadang Ratter. Yadang
0: Ratter. Um, so that's what Bummer and Lazarus were. So they, um, they were known around bummer. the city. Big Bummer. bummer. Um, so Bummer was a black and white Newfoundland or Newfoundland mix. Uh, he established himself outside of the saloon of Frederick Martin in 1860 and quickly <laughs> proved to be an exceptional rat killer. His ratting talent spared him the fate of the former owner of the territory, Bruno, who had been poisoned with Strychnine shortly before Bummer's arrival. Um, So Bummer, you know, lived off of scraps uh, from like patrons or people in the saloon who, you know, got to know him. Um, So in 1861, Bummer rescued another dog from a fight with a larger canine opponent. And I love how this is like totally sounds like a person, right? All of it sounds like a person. It's great. Um, The rescued dog was badly injured, uh, but Bummer kind of nursed him back to health and, like, got him stuff to eat, Um, and the dog's crazy recovery from his uh, wound gave him the name Lazarus. Ah, I see. Yes. And uh, as a team, Bummer and Lazarus were just awesome ratters, and...
2: They once finished off eighty five rats in twenty minutes.
1: Damn.
2: <laughs> like it really just makes it seem like they knew this was their job.
0: Yeah. Like they knew it, it brought them. Like they that they were important. Yeah. Like that they had to that do That it, it saved their life. Yeah. And it was like their like it was their craft and if and they got kinda of paid for it, right? And scraps mm-hmm. and kept around. Um,
1: Eighty-five rats in twenty minutes? Like, where even? That's are that insane. Many rats? Yeah, like, that's so gross. That's so many rats. <laughs> <That's pretty
0: laughs> sick. Um, we have rats so in like, Seattle, but I yeah, uh, like at construction sites and can't
2: fathom.
1: Can you imagine that rat slaughterhouse? Ooh, like, yeah, ugh. yeah. yeah. Heebie jeebies. Heebie jeebies. Talk about a Halloween episode. Sick. Talk about it.
0: I guess it is. Um. Okay. Were they
1: haunted by the ghosts of rats for the rest of their lives?
0: I don't know. I mean, possibly. We, you know, we would never know.
1: They'd be followed by hundreds of rat ghosts. Ugh. Maybe like the Pied Piper that of Rat sucks. Ghosts. Just
0: the squeaks. Um. <laughs> just so, the squeaks. Just so. Hashtag just the squeaks. <laughs> hey. Well, maybe that should show up on. Was it just two hashtags? Whatever.
1: Yeah. Hashtag just the squeaks. Yes. Hashtag. Something else. Something
0: else. Um, okay. So. Their ratting talent and unique bond um, was seized upon by the city's press. Martin's Saloon was a favorite haunt of newspaper men and journalists, so with the dogs a fixture outside the bar, they never had to travel far for a story. The exploits of the dogs were recorded in detail in The Californian, Daily Alta California, Daily Morning Call, and Daily Evening Bulletin. They were just like, killed some more rats. Yeah, really right. Like, what were the news stories around this time that... <laughs> this was covered i mean maybe it's you know it's like a fun story maybe to um balance out like murders and how terrible everything used to be yes exactly um so bummer was portrayed as the gentleman down on his luck yet still faithful and conscientious while lazarus the mongrel was cast in the role of the sly and self-serving fair weather friend (laughs) once again they're dogs everyone um when Bummer was shot in the leg after only a couple of months and Lazarus left him to run with another dog it suited the press no end Bummer was said to be feeling the sting of ingratitude at the desertion of the cur he had saved from death Lazarus's return Lazarus's return when Bummer recovered only added to the excitement so like it really seems like these people are really just watching these dogs cuz knowing got that one got hurt on. that one ran away that they were like parted ways and then came back together it's just it's just a lot. All right, also, so like, just no, go ahead. Getting shot, that yeah, what the fuck? Who, what? I guess like a rat keeper, maybe, maybe a someone who loved the rats was like, I'm gonna shoot this dog. You know, like why would you shoot a dog? Why would you shoot a dog, Brian? Why would you,
1: Brian? So, I don't know. I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't either, Brian. Um, the two dogs had the run of the streets and w- and went on June fourteenth, eighteen sixty two. Lazarus was taken by a nude dog catcher. A nude, a new. Sorry, nude. Oh. I just dog I ran catcher. the. <laughs> B. I mean, maybe
1: the nude dog. I catcher. ran those That'd be here. a good like a uh,
0: nude dog. Catcher. Halloween costume. Uh, I
1: was yeah. thinking more like a Sherlock Holmes mm. extended universe. Yeah. Fan fiction story. <laughs> the nude dog catcher.
2: Tell, make sure Troy knows about that. I'll let him know. You better listen.
0: Mm. Um so a new dog catcher a mob of angry citizens demanded his release petitioning Nerd. to have the pair declared city property so they could wander the streets unmolested which also you should never molest a dog am i right That's just I know It's, so, just, a, it's yeah. just a word but they could say unbothered Um so are there still dog catchers now here yeah or in the world now Yeah yes hmm. I know this they're in the midwest Um, where they, where people let their dogs run free, similar to the story.
2: Okay.
0: Um, a week later, the two were reported to have stopped a runaway horse. Despite their reputations, the two could be vicious. Bummer was a sheep killer. Oh, that must have been why he got shot and regularly fought other dogs in the street, occasionally assisted by Lazarus. They also ransacked shops when they had entered unnoticed and had been locked in by the owners.
2: (laughs) Oh boy. Wait, did it say how Bummer got his name or was he just always Bummer?
0: It didn't. It didn't, you know? Should have. Um, so here's the sad part of the story. They died. Lazarus dies first, okay. uh, October 1863. Um, in the San Francisco Kaleidoscope, a writer, Dixon, claimed he was kicked by the horse of one of the city's fire engines. Um, but other people say that he was given meat laced with rat bane after biting a boy.
2: <laughs> all of that is crazy. I know. It's all it's
0: <laughs> nuts. Um, but he was not buried. He was stuffed by a taxidermist. Oh, my God. And displayed behind the bar in Martin's Saloon.
2: Wow. That is my goal.
0: I know. The Daily Evening Bulletin featured a long obituary entitled Lament for Lazarus, in which they praised the virtues <laughs> of both dogs and recounted their various adventures. And Bummer continued alone after Lazarus passed away, although Mark Twain reported a year later in the Daily Morning Call that he had taken a small black puppy under his wing. Nothing more was heard of the puppy and without his companion Lazarus, Bummer was of less interest to the press, which is very sad. He died a lingering death in November 1960- er, 1865 after being kicked by a drunk Henry Rippey. Fuck that guy.
2: Wow. Right? I know his name and everything.
0: I know. Doesn't even have like a page on Wikipedia. He's just a he's just a puppy kicker, an unstub linked stub, um. But uh Rippy was immediately arrested, so that's good. Uh. And his cellmate David Popley popped him in the smeller when he learned that he kicked bummer. Um.
1: The smeller, eh? Yeah. Okay.
0: And. uh Bummer was also mounted by the taxidermist and placed on display. In 1906, both the dogs were donated to the Golden Gate Park Museum, which is now called the M H D, d. Young Memorial Museum, where they remained in storage until they were destroyed in 1910. What? <laughs>
2: Jesus. Wait, so <laughs> they I get see d- that donated to a museum, put it immediately in storage, and then <laughs> And then destroyed. destroyed. That's kind of sad. Wow. Um, but March 28,
0: 1992... A brass plaque commemorating the two dogs was placed at Transamerica Redwood Park, a small park adjacent to the base of Transamerica Pyramid. Um, and that is the story of Bummer and Lazarus. <laughs>
2: is there like a book about them?
0: Probably. Um, and I have like this picture of them, uh, like a, you know, a drawn picture Um And it's in a cartoon, and we can post it on the
2: Insta. Amazing. Amazing. That reminds me of um, Christopher Moore. What's that? He's an author. um, who All of his um, novels are set, well, most of them are set in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And there's this character who's a homeless guy, and they call him the Mayor of San Francisco. Oh. And he has a dog. And I feel like, or no, maybe he has two dogs and maybe they're named Bummer and Lazarus. They are. That's why I knew that. <gasps> really? Yeah. So it's Christopher Moore. Okay. Um, Inspired by real life.
0: Neat. That's cool. You
2: uh, emperor. Sorry. He's the emperor of San Francisco. Oh, yeah. He's. um, And he's got two dogs, Bummer and Lazarus. Yeah. Emperor Norton. Zoe what he said. Mm, he's just. Oh,
1: that guy was a long time ago. Oh, yeah, ago. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. He's based on a real life emperor, Joshua Norton. Yeah. That's funny oh my god
1: yeah but the the emperor norton was a long time ago
0: well there's 18,
2: two. well
1: 1860s Joshua norton. yeah that's a long time ago
2: yeah were you not listening to my entire story that's when the, place, the dogs took place took place in 1860s and then they got put into the christopher moore stories all of it
1: i wasn't listening to what you were saying sabrina <laughs>
0: oh okay i was gonna say, I thought you pointed at me i was like i got I ought
2: to uh, pop you right in the smeller, Brian. Which book? How oh, funny is that? A bunch of them, like um, blood fiends, um, uh, dirty job, and then all of the series of those too.
1: Oh, okay. There's a uh, there's a do go on episode about Joshua Norton.
0: Oh, neat. Give him a listen. If you
1: want more? Nice.
2: I just thought.
0: I mean, you've read Christopher Moore.
1: Yeah, I have, but not like all of them.
0: Yeah. Nice. No. no, no. Cool. Okay, Sabrina. Yeah. Cool. What have you
2: got for us today? Cool. I have a couple of funny ads. Yes. Uh, this week again. Yes. Um. So the first one is um, I got an ad for Pinterest. Okay. Just for like the app Pinterest. Interesting. The nice. platform Pinterest. Hmm. And the idea behind the ad was that <laughs> this dog was tired of getting the same food okay. every day. Yeah. And relevant. Um. The idea was that you go on Pinterest and you look up like cute food ideas for your dog. Like to turn it into something that looks different? Yeah, I don't know. Like one of the one of the things was like a bunch of like multicolored dog biscuits in a bowl instead of just regular dog food. Oh, okay. And my thought was that who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. Because dogs love food and yeah. they love dog food and they don't think it needs to look cute. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't try that hard, personally personally I agree
1: <laughs> personally I also agree
2: nice hey we agree on something
1: finally yes
2: it is pretty funny um yeah take the routine out of your routine is the tagline hmm gives me
0: anxiety I'd like to keep my routine I just, just how it is it's just not applicable to dogs
2: yeah it's silly they're yeah yeah like yeah there's like all these dog biscuits ideas mm-hmm
1: People be crazy about their dogs. like
2: holiday themed and stuff.
1: People yeah. are insane about their dogs and they will, like, have you seen the Just Food for Dogs?
2: No, what's that? What is it?
1: Um, is it an Instagram page? It's a brand that I really hate because it's Just Food with no space. Okay. In between it. And then For Dogs with no space.
2: Just Food for Dogs.
1: Yeah. Just Food for this Dogs. the way they like, style that. it on their building. And it's like... It's like advertising food for dogs like you would for humans. It's craziness.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm trying to find it. Like the dog's going to be
2: browsing.
0: You're right. They do style it like that. That's annoying. Scientifically proven whole food diets made fresh daily for dogs. Yeah. Open kitchens in California, Washington, New York.
1: Like artisanal dog food. It's crazy. Ooh, it looks good. Just food for dogs. (laughs)
2: Scientifically proven what? (laughs)
1: To be for dogs.
2: <laughs> Scientifically You're proven right. as food. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about yeah, what. Yeah, it's crazy. So it looks like
0: they just cut up the same stuff. It looks like, um, I think it's called Fresh Pet, I believe is a brand. Because it's just like carrots and peas and meat all cooked up. And meal prep. Hashtag meal prep.
1: Yeah, I've walked around enough. Um,
0: I should eat better. <laughs> <laughs> this is reminding me that I should eat better.
1: <laughs> I've walked around enough puddles of pee in my office building to
0: <gasps>
1: be the dogs do pee in, in there pretty much zero tolerance for dogs anymore
0: yeah. it's funny because they try to make it look like different like if you can see these bowls yeah they're all the same this
2: one is eating it with a mimosa
0: oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> look how stupid this dog looks Those little a little fat
2: neck <laughs> i love a stupid looking dog
1: <laughs> but but on pinterest they had ideas for people to like make dog food themselves
2: um it was just like cute preparations it was of just dog biscuits it, right? mostly okay. there's like bowls full of dog biscuits That's which weird. isn't like a thing I mean. no all right what other ads you got um i got one other funny one and it was um a necklace that was confetti from a 21 pilot's tour like embedded in rosin wait
0: and you got that specifically
2: i did me
0: what uh what
2: you searching for
1: <laughs> yeah, why do you think you got that ad
2: yeah what what do you think that ref- says I about you i don't know
1: was it one of those amazon ones on instagram
2: it was etsy
1: Etsy. on facebook On, on facebook hey eh? <laughs> with the candlestick okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you think it is about you that got you that ad
2: um, I have looked at jewelry on Etsy. Is it that you're 13 Shit. and you have bad taste of music? <laughs> I have, I don't know any 21 Pilots songs.
1: Yeah, me neither. Aaron? Um,
2: 21 Pilots, 21.
0: I have no is idea. That, is that? <laughs> we're um, all like,
2: is that a 21
1: <laughs> Pilots like, Sure, song? why not?
0: Um, you know um, what? I think I legit. do know one of their songs. songs, one of the singles, one of the hits. Um, and I think we all will know it. If I'm not mixing it up with another are shitty gonna, band, i you gonna play it. Yeah, I think I might.
2: Yeah, I know they're yeah, from Ohio. Yeah, I totally this. Right? I know this. Sounds like an Ohio band. I, I, don't I do know. know
1: it. I'm pretty sure they're from Ohio. I'm probably offending a lot of our listeners right now. They all love Twenty One Pilots. Oh, I know the song.
2: Yeah, me too. Of is course. it called fucked up
0: it's called stressed out
1: oh yeah 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 yeah.
2: i do know this song
0: it's about like how adulting is
1: higher It's like, i could turn back time yes. to, the go- oh. to the good okay, old days and my mama said yeah something something now, now we're, we're stressed, stressed out. out all right used yeah. to play pretend used to play pretend well even
2: without so knowing confetti, that i knew something. that song it's like confetti from a tour so specific that's like Forever, yeah, trapped, yeah, in like, rosin, like in a pendant, like a mosquito in amber, what like tour? a mosquito in amber. Uh, TDC Nationwide Preserved Trees Confetti Necklace.
1: Do wow. they go to Seattle on that tour? Well, that's cool, is it? Is I it cool? Does
2: it, or I mean, is it, it just, looks just like cool some like from here tissue
0: paper? <laughs> I'm impressed that they could suspend it without it getting bent, you know, like the doing those things are hard, crafting is hard, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah.
1: Wait, right, okay. So this is a person who is at. I mean, supposedly, I, I assume this is an, like the Etsy profile's an individual. Or uh, like. A, what do you mean? Like, is it a? It's like it's you know, not. It's not being sold by Twenty One Pilots or. No,
2: no, no! It's just an Etsy the seller. Fan, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's someone who like picked it up at the concert. Yeah, and recognizes. Made it into a thing.
0: Probably a super fan recognizing other super fans.
1: Oh my gosh! I know super fans recognizing other super fans. Wow! Yeah. What does the world come to? It's
0: super
2: fans.
1: Super fans.
2: Um. This person is based in Ohio, and has a lot of Twenty One Pilots confetti necklaces.
1: Uh, do we think that this person is one of the Twenty One Pilots?
2: Um. No, it's ladies. Do you think are there they ladies Twenty One Pilots? I do not think so. It
1: seems to be two men. Nick Thomas, Chris Sully.
2: No. Okay. Oh, there's like, oh, okay. This one is from Weezer. Oh, so they have like lots of stuff. They go to shows. It seems like mostly 21 pilots. (laughs) Makes sense. We use quality products in a thorough process of rosin finish. Is it rosin or resin?
1: Is it R-E-S-I-N?
2: It's R-E-S-I-N. That's I think resin. it's resin. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. We rosin quali- is a different thing. Okay. We use quality products in a thorough process of resin finishing to preserve concert confetti and wearable pendants.
1: When I said rosin is a different thing, I meant rosin is a solid form of resin obtained from pines and some other plants. Thanks. So it is. Re- they're not Rosin a thing.
0: Is an is an organic substance, and resin is a solid or highly viscous substance of plant. Nope. Sorry. It's not that interesting. <laughs>
1: So they're not different. And they're pronounced differently. Well, they're two different words. Sure. R-O-S-I-N is rosin. I know. Yeah. So of course they're pronounced differently.
2: It seems like you don't really know, though.
1: (laughs) No, but they are two different words. Some
2: of them are glow-in-the-dark pendants. It's
1: not notable that they're pronounced differently. They're two different words.
2: I'm just stressed about pronouncing it wrong. That's all.
1: Yeah, now you're stressed out.
2: Now you're stressed out.
1: (laughs) Uh, Wish I could turn back time to before I knew about this rosin
0: yeah, those were the good old days. Confetti
1: <laughs> right. uh, Send your ooh. confetti
2: and we'll make a necklace for you. What a ripoff.
1: So you got to collect some confetti.
2: Put it in your pocket. But you got to go string. to a
1: concert. Hope there's confetti. If there is confetti, collect it. Yeah, is there it.
2: always confetti? I don't think I've ever been to a concert with confetti. Well, I you've mean, never been to a 21 Pilot Show. I've been to or a... Or uh, Maybe that? it's like an Ohio thing. <laughs> that makes sense. Maybe there's, like, one big stadium that always has confetti.
1: I think at a thing I went to, um, it was a fundraiser thing for STG, and they had...
2: Seattle Theater Group.
1: Yep. Uh, what's her name from SNL? Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. She Maya Rudolph. is in a Prince cover band.
2: Ugh. What's it called?
1: What's it called?
2: I love
0: her.
1: Uh,
0: Shout out to Maya Rudolph. Maya hey Rudolph. Marry me.
1: It's called Princess. that's good is it is it yeah it is it's called princess and it's maya rudolph and gretchen Lieberum. and i'm pretty sure that uh the the concert they did at this fundraiser for Mm stg at the end when they played purple rain there was purple confetti that came down
2: okay that makes sense yeah plus it's very it's showy i seem you know? to remember that i mean kind of thing. there's okay. confetti sometimes at like the sounders games
1: yeah and it shoots out of a thing
0: psh, yeah psh. yeah i feel like some shows really uh, you know i
1: could see Tim- that there's that a timbers game too with confetti. i think that i could like i could see that at a concert like they have confetti cannons where like it would shoot up mm-hmm. when you like play an epic chord on the guitar or something like man that's like psh.
2: yeah but like what not necessarily venue? just like
1: confetti falling on the sky on people
2: it would have to be like Link on the field or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know much about yeah. confetti cannons.
1: Me neither. I could see confetti at a Katy Perry concert. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. Hundo percent.
2: <laughs> Hundo percent. No doubt. Hundi. What about a no doubt concert?
1: Uh, <laughs> less so. <laughs> Some doubt about that one. <laughs> yeah. Good one. That's funny.
2: And side note, my friend just messaged me. She just got a sponsored post for Cure Epilepsy. What? <laughs> and it was like a really disturbing picture of someone like collapsed. Oh, no. Oh, that's, that's... Why is she getting that? I don't know. She also recently got one for um, a purse that has like a concealed carry pocket. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. yeah that that's a, that a ZooLily me. thing right there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to ZooLily. Not.
0: <laughs> they
1: run those all the time. And Trash. We, and. People would always get so, like, worked up because um, a lot of the copywriters are liberal snowflakes. And so we'd be like, do Whoa. we have to run this shit? And then they'd be like, yeah, we run, we are a company for everybody. It's true. Including women who want to carry guns hidden in their purse in a special gun pouch instead of just loosen your purse.
0: Or men who want to carry guns yeah, in their special It was very,
1: like, women-directed. Products though,
0: oh, like a woman in the picture,
1: and yeah. like, mm-hmm. and it's and it like the the companies themselves, the marketing would be like about women oh, self-defense, yeah, like
2: women need like, gun pockets yeah. too, like she purse,
0: put it in your she pocket, which sounds like your vagina, vagine <laughs> for sure, but you know, yeah, her safety, yeah, boom, just naming products, um, what safety. What did uh, I said, her safety, her
2: safety.
1: You said it really weirdly though. Sorry, my
2: bad. <laughs> you said it like <laughs> her safety.
1: <laughs> what TV character is that?
2: What it sounded like? Um, oh, that guy from uh, Mystery Men. <laughs> I don't know. Mr. I Andy. don't
1: know that. Uh, um, it's one of the Rugrats. Sounds like that.
0: Oh, I don't know. I just like a spitty lisp. Oh wait, it's coming back to me. Talks like this,
2: yeah. Have you seen Mystery Men?
0: <laughs> I don't know that show. Is it a show? <laughs> it's a movie, hmm. huh? You know, anyone with like braces and a lisp.
1: Anyway, if you know of a TV character that sounds like that, yeah, let me write know. In and let us know. We
0: have to know what is it? It's like, uh, like if oh, it's from Big Mouth, Jenny Slate's character.
1: I haven't uh... seen that, so that's not what I'm thinking. Of. Oh,
0: okay, Wait. she's
1: I Wait. think there's a Rugrat who talks like that. I don't think
0: so. You don't she, think so? She's not exactly like that, no. But it's similar because she has braces and oh, she
2: talks more like this. Yeah, she talks more like that.
0: Yeah. So never mind, of
2: Maya Rudolph. Things. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Hey, watch Big Mouth if you haven't already, y'all. It's so it's good.
2: I can't believe like you. Won't I was read. watching it the other day and I was like, I can't believe this is a show.
0: Like, because it's so good. It's so, so funny and so raunchy. Weird. Yeah, it is weird, but also so like. Like it just makes
2: so much sense. Ah, it's so right. Everyone everyone's shared what, experience. Brian?
1: That reminds me of a topic I could have brought up, which was an article I read that was from a couple time. of years ago.
2: Wow, cool thing called... to bring up on this pod. Do or, it next you want time, me right? to do it next time? Yeah.
1: All right, then I won't say what it is. Cool, don't.
0: No, yeah. Good.
1: Good. Okay, cool. Good. Well good.
0: Thanks for sharing, Sabrina.
1: All right. All right. And that's the end.
2: And that is the end. Thanks, Brian. Thank
1: you so much for listening, everyone who listened. If you didn't listen, fuck you. But then if you do listen later, thank you. And we retract the fuck you.
0: Mm-hmm, sorry, um, about that.
1: And if you'd like to let us know what you were thinking about while we were talking, you can send an email to while you were talking pod at gmail.com. Send a DM on Instagram to at whileyouretalkingpod. Talk to us on Twitter at wywtpod. Or send us a voice message via our anchor.fm profile and the link to do that. Is in the episode notes. Thank you so much to Rob Henson who made our theme music. No, thank you to Sabrina who forgot her clarinet today, <laughs> for li- so we didn't get any live music for you. Um, and yeah, we'll talk to you next time with more.
2: Here's, Here's
1: what, what I was thinking about, thinking about, about while you were talking. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Later.